to your mom's house with your hosts, Tom Segura and Christina Pajitsky. Pull up your jeans, boy. Pull them up tight. Would you rather be shit or live your whole life blind? Bikes. Next stop, brown talk. You better wipe down. Don't hesitate to listen to the mommies with the crown. Oh, wipe down, or is it wipe up? Oh my God, seriously, fill her up a sailor shot. Oh yeah, and that's gooder than a bitch. I be flossing my teeth, 28 inch rim. My tape be all be shining, man, hunky ass white Who just bought it? Was that the old man? All I know is pints! Hey, buddy, guess who it is, man? It be top dog, spread the knowledge all about the shits Mommy T and Mommy C, flexing all the goodest guests Watching clips and talking shit, the mommy is the best But I want to say this once before the shout, man Mommy's for life, fuck being a bro, y'all Plum. Oh, I missed that song. That's an old school. That's an old school jam. That's an old song. No, it's it's a couple of years, right? That's from the old house. Is it? I think so. Yeah. These guys are good. Yeah, you're right. Long time. 2013. Feels like an eternity ago, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 That's yeah. when we were farting in the old place. Um, jeans. We have. Uh, Let's see, your Smurf day is coming up. Uh, 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 you just did a Steven Seagal right there. I know, I did. Steven Seagal. <laughs> uh, I don't, I think you're making... <laughs> 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 Seagal. Can I can I plug my that's my what I'm getting into. plug my date since I'm that's there what, now. That's what I'm saying. Uh, uh, your <laughs> your Smurf Day is landing on a week that you're doing shows in Momver, the great city of Momver, Colorado. Um, that's not how they say. Cal- they say Colorado. Colorado. That's how the locals. You, you sound real weird if you don't say Colorado. Colorado. Do you think it's going to be snowing there still when I get there? Probably it's June. Usually snows there. Yeah, you never know. You could go uh, snowboarding. Ah, I'm so good at it. Mm-hmm. Are you better skier than snowboarder? No, I'm a better snowboarder than skier for sure. Have you really skied in your life ever? I've skied and snowboarded. Yeah. I cannot see you on skis. Yeah, I suck at it, and I'm not great at snowboarding, but I'm much better at it because you can just you know kind of find a little rhythm on a yeah. snowboard. Just don't stand up straight like an asshole, you know, squat a little bit. It's just like, you know, skateboarding. But you're on the snow. It's, it's easier and way easier than skateboarding. And do you scare the other skiers? Because they're like, there's a bear on skis. Okay. So it's crazy. Coinciding with your 58th birthday, <laughs> you're going to be at the That's Denver rude. Improv. Um, June 18th, June 19th, June 20th, and June 21st. Thank you for saying it correctly. Um, uh. Uh, <laughs> go see the jeans machine. She needs you in Denver. I know you're gonna be like, why aren't you downtown? Because people always want you to be where they want you to be. But just make a little bit of a trek. Go see her at the Denver Improv. That should be the name of your next tour. People always want me to be where they want me to be. <laughs> why? Why aren't you in this place? Why aren't you where I want you? Yeah. 
pretty soon it's all going to be done with holographs. We're going to have a holograph perform in our place and we can go anywhere. Yep. Um, Jeans, next week, the week after we get together, and we go to Pittsburgh and we're doing the big. We're going. We're going to Pittsburgh for the big DVE showdown. You and me, Michael Che, and Jim Norton, all on the same show, the DVE Comedy Spectacular on Ice. Um, it's one night only. It's June 26th. So Friday in the Berg. Holler, get your tickets. Let's do this. Next, the very next day, I'm in Chicago. Park West is sold out. Mm-hmm. Sold out. Chicago, thank you so much for getting your tickets to that. And the very next day, June 28th, I'm in Pontiac, Michigan. um, And I got the report today that there are less than 100 tickets remaining. Mm. So, de toi, de toi, s'il vous plaît, ticket, please, come to my show. Billet. Billet. Un, du, un, du, trois. Please come to the show. Your French is impeccable. I started taking French lessons online. You're really good. What did you study in school? Spanish? Yeah, and then I took French afterwards because I graduated from the AP courses as a sophomore. So they were like, you're smarter than everybody. I doubt that. Um, And then Jeans and I, we have a lot of fun shows coming up. Um, We're going to go to Montreal where they speak in Impeccable French for the festival in July. I also added some dates. If you want to see the God, he's going to be all over this great nation. Um, in July, New Brunswick, New Jersey, Fartford, um, <laughs> Brooklyn has less than 50 tickets remaining for July 17th show. Boston at the Wilbur, July 18th. I haven't gotten that report yet, but that's going to be one show at the Wilbur. And, um, you know, the hits keep coming. So there's a bunch of tickets on sale. For me, TomSegura.com. Go to the shows page. Christina is at ThousandRanch.com. And as always, your mom's house podcast.com gets down and gets busy. We're going to do another live podcast, but it's not for a while. It's here in Pasadena. Oh, yeah. But we're also doing one in Montreal. So you can see the live show in Montreal. That reminds me, we got to get that date squared away for our next We got the date. De- well, we did. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we got the date. I was, because I, I was going to ask you in the night. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Are you ready to start the show? Yeah. Let's do it, man. I'm stoked. Stoked, too. Bros. Bros are stoked. Jeans are stoked. Farts are stoked. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Oh. All right, real talk Tuesday. Um, I'm going to say this shit again because people not hearing me. Lesbians eat pussy. Okay, that's what we fucking do. Okay, that's what we do. We indulge in the pussy. Lesbians love the pussy more than niggas do. You feel me? Face all in that bitch. So if you around, you talking about, oh, I don't eat pussy. Bitch, you not gay. You're not a lesbian. I mean, touch me not. I don't understand. But that's your business. I'm not worried about that right now. If you call yourself a lesbian, you eat the pussy. Right? Yeah. This shit is big time! Who is Randy? Don't bring anyone mother into this. Your mom in the fucking stand! Welcome. Welcome to your mom's house. 
with Tom Segura, Tom Segura. and Christina Pajitsin. Welcome to your mom's house. these um one-sided debates on youtube mm-hmm. where people are really fired up like apparently there's a huge problem in this woman's world where people are doubting whether or not lesbians real lesbians eat pussy or not i love that she's she's so taken with the counter arguments that she has to take to youtube and make a video <laughs> that's my favorite like who who is arguing against you madam <laughs> <laughs> Who's out there like, I don't yeah, know, real I lesbians don't, think don't so. need to eat pussy. Well, I think it's, um, to me, it's clearly somebody, she ran it, she ever heard someone saying, probably heard someone saying that like, they're gay. Just but, like, like at the bank or... But they're gay, but they don't do that. Like, I don't eat <laughs> pussy. And she was like, what? Yeah. I remember like girls that used to say they don't, you know, suck dicks. Yeah. And I was just like, who made you? There's a lot of girls, I think, that don't enjoy that. Yeah, but nobody loves them. <laughs> Good Come point. On. Nobody Come likes them. Come on. Uh, <laughs> That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. Come on. <laughs> Get involved. Get involved in your community. But I feel like you know the girls who don't like to do that. Like you can kind of Sometimes, tell. You know, there was one that really shocked me in college. I remember. <laughs> I remember because, like, you know, I was like, she's kind of a, you know, an easy one to get into things and <laughs> to get into things <laughs> yeah what do you mean i don't well, know get she into seemed what kind like she seemed like macrame that maybe tiling. she was minoring in it you know what i mean like that's what i thought when i you so you're saying is you targeted a weak gazelle no 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 she she had, she was outgoing she had the she was. She had the personality of like a dicks, whore. dicks in my mouth. Someone well, no. really likes to suck it. Just, a lot. just she was just like, yo, it's gonna go down. She was like mm-hmm. that. What ended up happening was that when I first, you know, got to know her. <laughs> Why are you being coy? It's like because <laughs> now I'm shy. you're being coy. Yeah. I've been shy. I've always been shy. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then she she yeah. dropped that on me. She was like, yeah, I don't do that. And I was no. like, what? But she probably does other stuff. Exactly. But she didn't do that. I just thought that was weird. It's a weird thing. So you're telling me that she was throwing out them dick-sucking vibes. Right. She was like right. throwing it to you. She was throwing it to me. Mm-hmm. But, All right, real talk. But she, <laughs> she talk. didn't do that. Real talk. So, but she was okay with sex. Sure. But just not the, the and D Not in the sucks. mouth. Yeah. What made you think she was down with the dick, the dick sucking vibes? Like what? I just I really hadn't met honestly. I mean, I wasn't super experienced, but I hadn't met somebody that was like, "Hey, you know, sex is going to happen," but I'm totally against that. Like, they just wasn't in the, you know, cards for me. What did you think of me when you first met me? What do you mean? Were you like, this girl's got the the D vibes? No, I didn't or... think you were like no. <laughs> See, like the other girl had way more D in the mouth vibes. <laughs> 
than you. You know, you didn't. You didn't give me those vibes. No, D in the mouth vibes. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, but that. you married me, so I know. Well. But you also never said I don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of girls don't like that. I mean, it's like do a lot of girls not like you know ice cream sundaes and stuff like that. <laughs> then again, like she's saying, a lot of the real N words. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you, a lot of oh, the big so words. Now, now, now you're super she's shy. She's saying the big words don't. The big, the big words don't necessarily. Less is a nigga. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She's uh-huh. saying the big words don't necessarily enjoy that, but God she blesses okay. a nigga. You had to play it again. <laughs> There's a different one. You had to play it again. <laughs> she's saying right. Well, here's what she's saying. Tuesday. Um. I'm going to say this shit again because people not hearing me. Touch me nuts. Oh boy, we're gonna get a lot of emails about yeah, that. Man. You guys are such nerds. You don't know what touch me not is. Fuck. I got a I got Stupid. a pooter I got a pooter searcher right here. <laughs> Let me see. You guys so dumb. <laughs> uh real lesbians eat the pussy. Um it says a true what type of lesbian are you? Lesbians, how do you feel about touch me nuts? These are all. So it's a genre of of lesbianism. Um, touch me nots. I mean, it sounds like that they don't touch each other. They don't, don't want to touch. Fucking no! That sounds. I don't know. I guess some people aren't into touch. Touch me not. This is usually the type of dyke. This is a three here. Um, that has gender identity disorder. She thinks and wants to be a man. She takes on the very dominant role. She dresses and acts like a man. There's nothing feminine about her. She is sometimes more of a man than some men. In bed, she will only want to make love to her woman with a strap on. She will not want women to touch her breasts or vagina or go down on her. Mm -hmm. Okay, so it's because she's relinquishing... Feminine. That makes sense, then. She wants to be thought of as a man. That's what a touch-me-not is. Got you. <clears throat> All right. Period. Ain't no fucking. Oh no, that I just that's nasty. I understand. Okay, you don't eat every bitch pussy because you can't just be putting your mouth on everything. That shit. You know what I'm saying? You fuck around and die out here tripping. But you know what I'm saying, bitch? You what you mean? You don't eat pussy. You not on the team. Real talk. Real talk. You not. You what? Come on now. Come on now. You can, straight people look at you dumb when you say you don't eat pussy and you call yourself a lesbian. You bullshitting. You bullshit. You probably in the shit for some prehead and some good sex. That's all that is. So stop bullshitting. I think she's right. Yeah, I do. But I mean, again, I, I go. I go. Who's bringing up the counter argument? Right. So that means that there is an there's an argument in the community as to whether or not you know you're a real lesbian, whether or not you go down on ladies. I mean, and just say you like fucking with all bitches. Kinds okay, of don't call yourself stuff. a lesbian because lesbians eat the poon. Real talk, though. <laughs> But what if there's all kinds of other stuff you can do, like like you know dildos and. But I'm saying she came with the realness on that, and I have to agree. That's all I'm saying is that. <laughs> with the real, God, I farted. You ever fart? It smells exactly like what you just ate. 
Like exactly what you just had. I we had PF Chang's. God, it smelled exactly like the broccoli I had. Jesus. It's not a miracle. No, it's not a miracle. It's disgusting. <laughs> Why aren't you amazed by that? There's nothing amazing. How does that happen? Come on. What? Stop it. Stop what? It's exciting. This is the most exciting thing that's happened to me today. Really? I farted and I got my eyebrows done. That was big, big <laughs> news. Um, you haven't you wanna, even once complimented me on my eyebrows and how fleek they are. I said they were super fleekified. I really like them. God, they look amazing. <sighs> you want to do our announcement? You want to oh, do our announcement? I've been waiting so long. Yes, please. All right, big time announcement. Here we go. Oh, boy. Babe, I, I understand that chips in a bowl is our usual sound yeah. effect for big announcements. I feel like this one's so massive, so huge. We need a bigger sound. Come Do you on. have something that's more exciting than chips in a bowl? Okay. If you ask for it. Is that you eating dinner? It's a cat eating dry food. <laughs> That's such a cute sound. That food sounds so hard and crunchy. It's cracking her teeth. <laughs> I love you heard hearing a little, a little name tag hit the bowl. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> it's a big, big announcement. <laughs> I love the sound. It's so dumb. Well... It's big announcement time. Um, I'm really excited to tell you guys finally. It's, it's just, it couldn't be anything bigger, really. So why don't you take it, Jeans? Take it away. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to finally tell you guys that the mommies are finally becoming real mommies. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Let's talking to you now. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe not that drop <laughs> for the announcement of our... Our child to come. Well, that's that's what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> that's so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think when our our child listens to the show that we announced? <laughs> yeah. That that's that's what he's really going to want to hear is porno drops. Well, I think, you know, it's, it, it's him. We can say that too. Yeah, it's, it's a, a boy. boy. It's a boy. Thank we're God. We're going to be parents. Goodness. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're very excited. And um, I think he'll be very excited too. I think in honor of the fact that we're going to have a son, let's celebrate. Okay. No! Hey, wait a minute. That's not right. Wait. This is your favorite this song, is son. <laughs> This is what you love. This is your favorite no, song. No, this isn't cool. Wait a minute. I don't like this at all. Hello. Please. Please turn it off. Hey, I hate this song. I hate it. <laughs> but seriously, we're but seriously. very excited. I've been dying to tell you guys now for... it's. Well, I'm 14 weeks pregnant today. And yep. it's been... It's been so, it's such a long time to keep such a big secret from people. <laughs> I know. It's like, it's so weird because it really takes over your life in the first trimester. And, and also, it takes over your 
your whole physicality. Like, you're... <laughs> oh, my fucking cunt. Oh, shit. My cunt, my cunt, my cunt. It's so big right now. Yeah. And my belly's starting to come out, and people are looking at me. The other night, I went to the comedy store. This is the best. Yeah, and... um. Greg, I was doing a show with Greg Fitzsimmons, and I'm get, I get up off the couch, and I just see him kind of eyeballing my belly, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant." And he's like, "Oh, thank God. I thought we we're gonna have to have a talk about something." <laughs> like everybody I tell now is like every comic I tell is like, "Thank God, you look, you look like you've gained a few." Yeah, well, so, in the belly uh, area, they were just saying like the doctor was like, "He's really strong. He's he probably did not." Yeah, I had a talk with her outside. When he you did. Were, yeah, she was like, "He's." Probably maybe the strongest baby. <laughs> and his penis is the largest of any child we've yeah. ever seen. You could see his hog. We did. We saw his peener. Yeah. On the ultrasound. Isn't I mean, that crazy? Dude, we took a we took a test at ten weeks. They can tell you that now. People we yeah. we've been telling parents who have kids that didn't know about this because it's it's that new. You can take two a test old. now. It's a two year old test. Yeah. At ten weeks they take the mother's blood. And they tell you the sex Obviously, of the baby. Not the father's. His blood's full of Well, stupid. no. We're going to have to do a paternity test when it's here. But <laughs> that's that's a while. I'm not going to hold him until I know, by the way. I'm fairly certain it's yours, babe. Well, I'm going to wait for that paternity test before I give him a hug. Okay. You know, you're holding him Can until I tell you I how I, the father. I know it's your baby? How? It's so hungry all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I have to wake up at like 3 in the morning and eat. I'm I'm a ravenous dog, and I know it's your child, and it farts already. I can hear it. What do you? What if our son grows up like that? I'm farting on you, haters. <laughs> you know, what if he's like that? Are you kidding me? I'd be so proud. I'd be like, this is definitely my child. Yeah. I think the only thing I fear is, um, you know, obviously the, the the retarded stuff, but that's out of the way. We know he's not retarded. We don't know for sure. You can't say that. Don't say that. What do you mean? Well, there's it, it, there's it's not a hundred percent. That test pretty is a, good. Yeah, but you can't like you you can't say that like we know for sure that it, no, that's that's not true. You have like an eighty five percent. Oh my god! Sure. Why are you telling me that? I thought well, we because were I good. want you to be. Yeah, I, because you should just be. You know, shit. You, should, you can't be like. We know it's not this or that. I mean, we have a fourteen week old thing going on right now. Okay. Well, anyways, the, uh, you know, you so wanna... far we're very lucky in that the tests have all come back. Yeah. Favorably for us, yes, that's true. Yeah, I fear that. I fear. Um, I fear that he'll become a sociopath. Which, given um, his genetic, okay, why do you fear he'll be a sociopath? Well, that's just or a, a psycho killer, babe. Well, he does have your half your genetic coding, right? You know that propensity for murder, the love, <sighs> love of the game, the love of the game. <laughs> yeah. My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. Wow, how have I been living like this? It's kind of like when you find out that you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. More like, wow, how have I been affording this? It's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. We use Mint Mobile at the office, and we have been saving so much money since switching over and setting up a Mint Mobile 
Mobile's website was super easy. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash mom. That's mintmobile.com slash mom. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash mom. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 per month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speeds slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Your sex life is important, but your schedule is busy. You don't have the time to go to a doctor's office to get treated for your erectile dysfunction. Through Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment, options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and 100% online. No uncomfortable doctor's visits. Start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash YMH. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash YMH for your personalized ED treatment options. Hymns.com slash YMH. Hardmints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. I've been really, really, oh, first of all, I'm, I'm so elated to be a dad. You know I've wanted this for a long time. Yeah. So I'm happy to share with our audience that I'm that, I'm that happy. I really am. Yeah. You didn't teach my kid all kinds of dumb stuff? Dumb stuff? Rap. Oh, he's going to listen to so much hip hop. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I'm gonna start putting headphones on your belly, no and way. then yeah, when he's when he's born, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put a speaker system in here and just bump it all day until he starts getting the head nod down. Oh my god! No way, he's gonna listen to the Beatles all day every day. Well, he can listen to both. Positive energy. Well, you know what we should do? We should have him vote. We'll play both for him all the time and see what he wants. Okay. You know, see if when we go in the car, like once he starts like talking, like what do you want to hear now? And he's like, bah, 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 Biggie Smalls. Uh, he's not. Yeah, yeah. No. no. If you don't know that now, you know. Like, yeah, that's, <sighs> that's right. What's gonna happen? He's gonna be like, what do you want to hear? He's gonna go. Fuck me in my ass, man. He's not gonna say that. <laughs> you're not, but but you're not afraid of that that our kid's gonna be like a psycho or a dickhead. No, an I mean, asshole. No, I just don't think. I don't know. I mean, that can happen, but I don't. No, I don't have that worry or that thought. Mm. I don't think he's going to be um, a dickhead, like you said. Well, you a know, or a psycho. I mean, because there's like certain people that even they come from nice families. And... Well, what kind of like? <laughs> what happened was I knocked her, knocked her unconscious with the crowbar. <laughs> by the car. Outside. Outside and back of the car. Did you see it? No, and then. Uh, there was some, there was some handcuffs there. Oh, God. Along with the crowbar. Along with The crowbar. And uh, they handcuffed her and put her in the driver's, I mean, the passenger side of the car and drove away. That's Ted Bundy. Yeah. No, I know. You've been talking about him a lot lately. Well, the other night I was going to bed and um, the hunt for Ted Bundy 
It was a documentary about, you know. You don't own it already? I don't. I don't own it already. Um, he hmm. was, uh, he was basically, it's really, I only caught half the show, which was really good. I want to see the whole thing. I'm sure you'll own it. But they, <laughs> this detective, Bob Keppel, was a rookie in in the state of Washington. And imagine being a rookie homicide detective. And the first couple of murders that landed on his desk were Bundy murders. But he just didn't know yet, you know. Yeah, how So lucky. he ended up having to track one of the most prolific serial killers of all time. Yeah, Ted Bundy is actually one of my faves. Faves? Like... I'm the psycho? I actually... Um, he's so interesting because he was handsome and he was well-educated. He is an interesting, absolutely interesting... He was an attorney person. and he defended himself. Well, he wasn't an court, attorney. Right? He, had, he had gone to law to school. To law school, but he hadn't passed the bar. Yeah, I don't no? even know if he... Gra- I don't think he graduated law school. Um hmm. I think he had a psychology degree. He came from, you know, a somewhat normal family. Right, upbringing. which is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you you and I are normal, and then I mean, a lot of these guys, and they are mostly dudes. Let's be honest; these serial they are killers definitely mostly dudes. <clears throat> you know, mom is a prostitute that forced a kid to watch her have sex with Johns, or you know, mom beat the crap out of him, or dad was an alcoholic. There's always a pretty gruesome history. Seldom yeah. do you have just like. A normal dude, normal upbringing, and then he likes to kill people. Am I right? I mean, I don't know. You're the expert. I'm the expert. Yep. Um, he and his family members told attorneys that, uh, well, he had, um, he didn't really know who his dad was, though. That's one thing. I thought he knew who his oh, dad was. Oh, so he had his daddy issues, but he killed women, a lot of uh, brunettes. I know that. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Let's see. After graduating from high school in 65, Puget Sound transferred to University of Washington to study Chinese. Wow. He became re- romantically involved with a UW classmate who went by several different pseudonyms. Um, he dropped out of college. So he dropped out. Worked a mu- series of minimum wage jobs. He volunteered um, on a presidential campaign. He was really, really good at um, seducing. You know, he was—he was like a like a seduct. He, he spoke really elegantly. Yeah, girls liked him. Yeah, they really liked him. That's what's scary about Ted Bundy For is sure. that he was a charmer, and girls really liked him, and that's why he had such an easy time luring them in. I guess, huh? Yeah. God, yeah. that's terrifying. That's what I'm afraid of—the the quote normal ones. He took a job at Seattle's Suicide Hotline Crisis Center in 71. Fuck. There he met and worked alongside a former Seattle police officer, an aspiring crime writer, who would later write one of the most definitive Bundy biographies. Mm. She saw nothing disturbing in his personality at the time, (laughs) describing him as kind, solicitous, Mm. and empathetic. Wow. After graduating from... So he went back, I guess he graduated, Bundy joined... Uh, a governor's re-election campaign. Fuck. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, most people like that. Um, okay, in 73, despite mediocre uh, law school admission test scores, Bundy was accepted into the law schools of UPS. UPS? I guess that's... Wow, parcel service? And the University of Utah on the strength of the letters of recommendation. Oh, my God. From several people, including UW psychology professors. Oh, but they regret that one now, huh? I think so. During the trip to California, 
He rekindled his relationship with this woman. Blah, blah, blah. In the fall, trickling. God. Wait, so, but he didn't graduate? I don't know if it did. It said Bundy matriculated at UPS Law School, continued courting Brooks, flew to Seattle to stay with him. They discussed marriage. Uh, he demanded to know. I guess he, he, he unilaterally ended their relationship without explanation. Huh. In a flat, calm voice, Stephanie, I have no idea what you mean, and hung up. She never heard from him again. Mm. Oh. Well, I know this. He began skipping classes oh. at law school. Uh-huh. And he stopped, he stopped entirely. Because here's the thing, is that I think you can appoint anybody to represent you <laughs> in court. Yeah. Uh, is that right? Or I don't know. They don't know. They have to have passed the bar. He definitely didn't pass a bar. No, mm-hmm. it, I think it's by state. I think states determine that. Okay. I feel like in California, you can choose anyone to represent you, regardless of whether they pass the bar. That should go well for people. <laughs> well, no, maybe. I mean, I don't know if it's by state. Because I remember that he did it in Florida. Okay. He represented himself. Yeah. I think it was in Florida. Yeah, Florida is no. crazy. No, no. It was in Washington. Anyways, he represented himself in one of these cases. And, um, and then that guy in New York, that subway killer guy that was out of his, really out of his mind. He represented himself too. Remember that? <laughs> no. That was a guy that went on the subway one day and just lit people up. Oh, Jesus. And he was just like, <laughs> he was, I, I remember now a sketch from SNL about that. I just, it just flashed into my head that I think it was, um, what was the guy? Tim Meadows was mm-hmm. playing him. And um, they were like, uh, do you see the man that shot you? And somebody was like, yeah. And he pointed and then Tim Meadows ducked. He's like, let the record show that he pointed to the guy. Behind. <laughs> That's so funny. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, That's how shit. you got to think to be a, a liar. Yep. That's how you got to think. That's why I dropped out. It's terrible. Being at law school is really horrific. And I'm probably wrong about that. I know you can appoint anyone to represent you. I don't know if they have to have passed the bar in California or not. Yeah, you know one of the craziest things about this too, like that adds to the, you know, the lore, the mystique of Bundy is that he was convicted of mm-hmm. an assault, a kidnapping, assault, um, and he escaped prison. That's you know? the crazy That's part. That's crazy. And and then like, and went on to murder a bunch more. Because when you think of people escaping prison, you think of old timey prison like Alcatraz. Where it's old mobsters digging holes and tunnels, but that's recent. He escaped in what the seventies, the eighties. Yeah, it was the late seventies, and he did. By the way, he he defended himself a couple times. That's so neat. in Florida, he led his own defense. Cool. Um, and he got off. Oh no, he didn't. He got put in prison, <laughs> yeah. obviously, and then. And they, they said that his thing was that he was facing murder charges. The possible death sentence, and all that mattered to him apparently was that he be in charge. <laughs> Fascinating guy. He's an interesting one. I, yeah. I do enjoy Ted Bundy things. Yeah. So later, when he was already convicted of these Florida murders and going to death row for sure, he had um, he requested that Keppel come, the the Washington detective, and Keppel came into you know, meet him and that that's Keppel asking him these questions and he started telling him about oh, God. Oh, no, no, she was quite 
not that she was unconscious, but she was very much alive. Mm-hmm. Goes, uh, down the alley, uh, uh, the 50th, I believe. Northeast 50th. And I got mayonnaise, I think I had mustard, <laughs> ham, and pickles. Turkey. Yep. It talks about it real matter of factly. Like, it's neat, huh? He he laughs one point here about this girl that he ended up murdering um, because she thought he was going to tutor her for Spanish. She had a Spanish. He goes, she had a Spanish exam the next day. <laughs> <laughs> like he goes, I just thought that was awkward. Yeah, yeah, because you know he denied this for a long time. He denied like a lot of them do. Obviously, I didn't do it. And then finally, I don't know why. I don't know why they flip and go, yeah, I did it. Yeah, uh, actually, I don't know the opposite. Why do they not take credit for the kills? Because isn't that the point of being a serial killer is they want the trophy of, of you know, the victory. Well, thrill. Gacy denied, and they found 33 bodies Ugh. under his house. Yeah, I remember that. Under his house. He's like, I didn't do that shit. Yeah, why do they deny? And he was like, like that till the very end, like... I did not do that. I did not do that. <laughs> and he hated being lumped in with Siri. He was like, you know, that guy, Dahmer, he ate people. If that ain't crazy, I'd hate to meet the guy that is. Like, right. So yeah. the, he, they don't associate themselves with that. Maybe he's doing the Lord's work, you know, or he's, he's doing something above. Dude, Gacy. Like, see, the thing is, these guys are all master manipulators, like yeah. master to a, the greatest degree. So... All that is to win favor. It's it's never genuine. But you forget that because they're so good at it, you know? So, so terrifying. He, yeah, I mean, Gacy is the scary. I think he's a scary. Yeah, isn't that scariest. the clown? The clown. Jesus. And he got all young boys, you know, okay. from like, yeah. all the way from probably as young as like 6, 7 to like 12, 13, you know, that range. And he fucking murdered all of them and kept them in his house. Cool. He's pretty crazy. This son of a bitch is crazy too. I mean, Bundy is out of his fucking mind. Well, didn't you say what was neat about him is that neat? He. Well, we were having dinner last night, and you go, "What I like most about no, Ted I Bundy. never said what I like most. I said yeah. what Keppel said about him. Right. We had just seen Jurassic World. Uh, mm. We'll get to that in a moment. Mm. But then you're like, one of the highlights of this documentary is that, that Ted Bundy was special. And that he liked to murder the ladies first and then rape them. And Keppel you thought that. that was real special. Well, Keppel sat up in his seat. He goes, you know, most of these guys, they rape and then murder. But Bundy, he would like to murder and then rape. I mean, he was just different, you know? Yeah. He, but he said it like when they go, like, my six-year-old likes to play with no pants on. He's different. Like, that's yeah. how he said it. Like, he's different. Well, we saw most evil. There's there's a guy that liked to do that too. He necrophilia, the guy that likes the dead lady. Yeah. Dead ladies. Henry Lee Lucas. Wow, well, look at you with yeah. the Wow. You need like baseball cards with these guys. They sell them. Know their stats and He, he was a real sadistic fuck. How do you remember I think I, you rattle he, that off, huh? He murdered his mother and I tried to block this shit out. He like, murdered okay. his mother and had sex with her dead body. Right, that's right. And he got he scored pretty high on the evil. Yeah, he was real evil. He was the mostest evilist. Um, the 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 highest on the evil scale okay, are um, <laughs> sexual torturers, like the sadistic torturers, sexual uh-huh. torturers. So they like to they get sexual pleasure out of torturing and murdering. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know if he if he had the torture component. 
Well, that's what about those are considered the most evil? But what about having sex with your dead mom's body? Like that's pretty evil. That's, <laughs> that's not. There. It's not one of the categories. <laughs> it should be. It should be its own category. I've never heard of ever ever somebody doing that. I've never heard that. And then I've never heard <laughs> I've of. I've never heard of that. No, it's just not something I'd, I'd ever conceived of. And also, he would kill animals and then have sex with the dead animals. Remember? Yeah. Which I, is another one that you're like. Hmm, well, it's, it is alarming. Hmm, that's a weird thing to want. Yeah. So that's, it, that's interesting. Here's the scale. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, buddy. Okay. So it goes from one to twenty-two. Great. And actually, Bundy did an episode. Oh, what we can't believe we missed that. Yeah, that so was sad. The episode was called Masterminds. Hmm. Um. So the very lowest on the scale, a level one, is those who have killed in self-defense and who do not show traces of psychopathy. And those are serial killers, however? No, no, no. no, no. Just no. killers. Just the, Yeah, this is a scale of evil. So someone who murdered in self-defense, but no psycho That'll traits. be me when they come and they find your body. Number two, jealous lovers who committed murder. Sure. Although although egocentric or immature, they are not psychopaths. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. Crime of passion. Three, it's building up. They have um, their impulse ridden with some antisocial traits. Well, let's let's skip to the fun ones. Well, let's do that. Let's go to a ten. So, what's a ten? By the way, we should also look. Okay, so Bundy, by the way, is seventeen. That's a good score. Um, I'll get. I'll give you ten. Killers of people in the way such as witnesses, is a 10. So extremely egocentric, but not distinctly psychopathic yet. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's see. So 17 is where Bundy fell on the scale. That's also where David Berkowitz fell. You remember who that is? I know the name. I don't don't recall his uh, crimes as as easily as you do. (laughs) I I try to block it out. He's known as the son of Sam. Right. So he terrorized New York with his yeah. forty-four caliber. Yeah. Sure. That was fun. Um, Buying someone jewelry is usually a great experience all around. They get a beautiful gift, and you get the unforgettable moment of seeing the look on their face when they open it. The only tricky part, figuring out how to get the perfect piece at the best price. This is what I recommend for any jewelry purchase. Source it from BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They're available 24-7 by phone or chat to answer technical questions and give recommendations for every budget. I know it can be overwhelming. I've been in that position. And what you want when you're getting to something like jewelry is an expert to help guide you along the way. You can feel great about your purchase because Blue Nile also offers a diamond price match guarantee. And just in case you're not satisfied, there's 30-day returns. Shop Blue Nile today and experience the ease and convenience of the original online jeweler. Go to BlueNile.com today. That's BlueNile.com. Order your alcohol with DoorDash today and drink in the savings. Use code YMH24 to get 25% off, up to $15 value on a $35 minimum subtotal on your next alcohol order for eligible users only. The alcohol selection on DoorDash is top shelf. With thousands of stores all over the country, you're sure to find what you're looking for and more. 
beer, wine, mixers, mocktails, and more can be delivered straight to your door. Save up to 25% off, up to $15 value when you spend $35 or more with code YMH24. So whether you're grabbing drinks for an event or staying in for the night, DoorDash is here to help you have a great evening any evening. Terms apply, must be 21 or older to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. So anyways, Bundy, Berkowitz, Eileen Warnos is a Hey, 17. she's one of my favorites. Yep. Monster. And by the way, the guy that fucked his dead mother, Henry Lee Lucas. And he is a? 17. See, I would have I would have thought him, him higher. You had him way higher. <laughs> you gave him an A plus when he should have gotten a B. That's not fair. <laughs> that really blew my mind. When we watched that one, that was the, that was the episode where I was like, no more. No more. I, I can't. Actually I can't. I'm tapped out of this. Very stuff. clearly remember you responding to that. <laughs> well, when someone murders their own mother and then has sex with her dead body, you kind of go, hmm. You remember which guy huh. this was too, right? This is the guy when they go, "Why'd you kill her?" And he goes, "To have sex with her." Duh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that was funny. Yeah. Like he, he got really irritated Duh. when I asked him again, like, "Why'd you kill this one?" So I could have sex with her. God. <laughs> the irritation to the question yeah. is amazing. Yeah. So, Durr. 17 are sexually perverse serial killers. Yeah. Rape is the primary motive, oh, and gosh. the victim is killed to hide evidence. That's it. But, then, but like Bundy yeah. and Lucas raped after murder, not before. Which is specialer. And then what's the highest number on this Kinsey scale? So the very highest. Whew. And there's <laughs> a lot of people on this one. Jesus Christ. The highest Strong performers. are 22. <laughs> Psychopathic torture murderers, where torture is the primary motive, in most cases the crime has a sexually motivating factor. Oh, boy. So, let's see if there's any famous names here. Mm, I'm trying to think here. Oh, Leonard Lake. I reckon Charles. Mm. Yeah, everybody knows him. John Wayne Gacy. Okay, see? so he's a 20, 22. Yeah. Oh, Tommy Lynn Sells. He's fucking. I'm, I don't, crazy. Oh, I remember his episode. You do? I think I don't remember. I remember the name. He was out in the woods somewhere doing stuff, right? He was a vagrant. He just would travel all over, and he has no idea how many people he killed. Like he's done multiple interviews. Like he's like, I don't know. I mean, you know what's amazing? You and your serial killer knowledge. It's yeah. like guys with baseball stats. Yeah. There's got to be someone out there that can go toe to toe with you. Can we have like a serial killer challenge? Um, I don't know as many. I, I know what you're saying right now, but I don't know. <laughs> I've spoken to like these real serial killer um, kind of, you know, aficionados. Sure. And they know a lot more than me. So I, there, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't rank that high on this. Are there any still alive that you could correspond with, maybe via mail? I don't want to correspond with these guys. Oh, you don't want to like make friends or they say Hitler's on this twenty two list. For sure. What number yeah. is Hitler? Twenty two. Twenty two, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't get any worse than that guy, right? No, from what I hear he was pretty bad. I mean I've only hmm. read some stuff. But yeah, well, Dahmer's Dahmer's a twenty two. Yeah. But see, he I loved that. He loved the torture, you know, and then he would he had not only he would rape them alive and dead and then cut them up and eat them. Hmm. Okay. Dennis Rader, the BTK killer. Remember him? Yeah. How about that Jurassic World? Has anyone uh, out there seen that? 
going, you know, the street going east and west, hmm. turn left. Hmm. So I went to the uh, okay. freeway. It's a dinosaur movie out there now. It's a long time. Anyway, the freeway. And uh, then went south on the freeway to uh, to turn off the floating bridge. The uh, that is the old floating. Um, so what did you think of uh, Jurassic World? I liked it. It was typical. It was good. It's like total Hollywood. I laughed every time a dinosaur killed somebody. You did. You laughed harder than anybody in the theater. Yeah, because it, it was so silly. It's such a silly premise, and I love it. Yeah. Um, Vince D'Onofrio, yeah. so fat it was distracting, <laughs> especially next to Chris Pratt, who's yeah. like super ripped for that you're like dude you think you drop a few lbs before you're gonna be up with chris I, pratt on i, I love it i could have been cast as an offer <laughs> no yeah for sure he's no he's way slobbier yeah, and no he's just but he, you they, muscle you're they, you got muscle on they had tight fitting clothes yeah. on him for sure because <laughs> there was a scene <laughs> when he walked up i laughed i did when he walked up i laughed we yeah. both did we're like, <laughs> look at him because yeah. you could see his role they put him in like beige shirts yeah tight-fitting beige, which that's rule number one. If you're going to be on camera, dark colors, camouflage your fat. Yeah. And they, they you, you could tell they put one of the shirts on Something tells me, though, too. it wasn't his choice what to wear. Nah. <laughs> on Jurassic World, I think they go like, nah. we got an outfit for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was super What would you bring? Light. You bring something from the house? <laughs> um, yeah, and he would run in certain scenes or walk quickly and it would all jiggle, which is yeah. the funniest thing He's ever. He's a great actor, though. I man. love him. I like him big. I, love him. I don't want him to lose weight. I like him big. He he was really cute when he was thinned out, though. Yeah, uh, he's he was really cute when he was younger. I like him. Um, but Chris Pratt was great. I, his mustache was a little distracting. He uh, remember when they had his super tight shirt for him, so you could see his oh, lats. That's so funny. <laughs> Such a Hollywood movie. The first time you see Chris Pratt, he's working on his motorbike. Not the first time. No, yeah, but you've yeah. seen it. But the first time you see him in his house, yeah. Just fixing his motorcycle. It's a perfect bit, big budget movie. Yeah, it's perfect. It has smashed records. Yeah. Smashed records. Well, we saw it IMAX 3D. IMAX 3D. It was fun. Yeah. Um, it was good fun. Um, and they, the main girl, the character Chloe or Claire, she has high heels on the entire movie as they're running. Pretty from, fucking funny. From dinosaurs. Yeah. It's, that was distracting, too, honestly. As a woman, you're like, bitch, take, take them heels off. You know what I'm saying? Jurassic World scores the biggest opening weekend in history. It beat the Avengers record. Oof, I just burfed. Now holds the record for the biggest opening in movie history. After the final numbers were tallied, the dinosaur thriller... The dinosaur thriller. <laughs> inched past Marvel <laughs> the so Avengers. stupid sounding. To become the top dog on the all-time list with a U.S. debut of $208.8 million. Um, wow. It's a good movie, though. Jesus. And a new benchmark for an overseas launch with $315.6 million. Jesus. Um, Yeah. Globally, Jurassic World became the first movie to cross $500 million in a single weekend. It debuted to a massive hundred million in China and opened in first place in all sixty-eight international territories where the film was released. Do you think that the Chinese people um, were especially scared because of their history with um, dinosaurs loose, like with Godzilla and stuff? Say do, you it think, again? do you think it brought back bad memories? <laughs> of yeah, yeah, of, of that other dinosaur problem they had. Well, it's that a was little ja- insensitive. That's Japan, though, right? Same, same difference. 
Same difference, same thing. Um, yeah, it could be. Yeah, you're right. They could be like pretty. Um, it's a little insensitive, don't you think? That yeah. I'm very nervous. <laughs> oh no! I'm hungry. I'm crazy. <laughs> I lost my life under here. Exciting. I am very. That's all people in uh, just saw Jurassic World. <laughs> and what did you think of the movie? <laughs> um, what is that really? Do me a favor and just shut the fuck up. Is that from Yoshi? Those are all Yoshi clips there. Um, how crazy was the Yoshi interview? Can we... People love him, man. Talk about this? Yeah. We got a lot of feedback that they were like... I saw a lot of tweets that said, you know, they all loved Yoshi. Everybody it's amazing. loved him. amazing. And then some people were like, uh, um, things got awkward when he started talking about choking that girl. Or you guys got silent. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I, I, um, I love that guy. He can, yeah. I, he's, he's the best podcast guest for sure he is the best i do i do wish he could find some safer way to make money i would i prefer him not to do medical safer testing. way to make money and safer way to enjoy that money <laughs> <laughs> maybe not always going to tj with his celebration mm. money yeah hey hey you know different folks same strokes different same folks same strokes <laughs> Yeah, but it was very cool. It was very good to, to have him back in the studio, catch up on his life and Yoshi's world. It's always interesting. He's always got some crazy shit happening. Yeah. Can you pause for a second? I got to go pee. And now okay. that I'm pregnant, I can just tell people I have to pee. Okay. Again. Okay. All right. You made your pee cheese. Mm, I pee so much now. It's really fun. Mm -hmm. Every last night I got up to piss about every hour or two. That's neat. It's a new development. Uh, Is that good? Yeah. I've been training hard. Yeah? Yeah. What did you train today? Shoulders and back. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And a guy was real friendly to me after. Well, we making friends in the locker room again? There's a lot of nice guys at my gym. Mm-hmm. They help you stretch and stuff? Just have a lot of tips. Yeah. Mm. You guys give each other back rubs and... Snap each other with the towels and stuff? Well, I mean, the motto at the gym is like, just be a friend when someone needs one, you know? Mm -hmm. Dudes, dudes who need friendly dudes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Be a friendly dude. Um, we almost forgot that um, that story broke about Rachel Dolezal. The oh, lady, my gosh, yeah. The white lady who's, who's black. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She actually was on the Today Show today because she was, you yeah. know, no one heard from her when the story broke. It was She was like in hiding or something. Yeah. Um, and here's uh, here's part of the interview today with Matt Lauer. Matt Lauer. Nice to see you too. You've had a busy week. All the headlines, top trending item on Twitter. You resigned your post at the NAACP, and you've started a, a discussion on race and what it means in this country. Did you, did this come as a surprise to you, or did you always expect the lid would be blown off your story at some point? The timing of it was a shock. I mean, wow. The, the timing was completely unexpected. Um, as, to, as to the second question, I, I did feel that at some point I would need to address the complexity of my identity. Let me just say, we can't talk about the big picture that you have created without talking about the small picture first. Right. 
Let me just ask you the question in, in simple terms again, because you've sent mixed signals over the years. Are you an African-American woman? I identify as black. You identify as black. Let me put a picture up of you in your early 20s, though. Mm -hmm. And when you see this picture, is this an African-American woman or is that a Caucasian woman? That's I, not in my early 20s, but... Um, That's a little younger, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I think I was 16 in that picture. Is she a Caucasian woman or an African-American woman? I would say that visibly she would be identified as, as white by people who see her. But at the time, were you identifying yourself as African-American? In that picture, during that time, no. Your parents were asked this question. This is a ridiculous person, I think. You think so? What, what is that? I, I think I identify as like yeah. people have brought up the the Jenner story as a comparison. Mm -hmm. I don't see them similar really at all. Hmm. I mean, I don't. I I can understand why someone would bring it up, but to me, the Jenner story is um, I don't know how to put it like more valid. Like it's I understand. It's like beyond his control. Yeah, and it's somebody who is like saying, you know, my struggle is this. I'm living like this, but what I feel is that I'm this. So mm -hmm. it's like you're kind of you're kind of facing it as I don't know, like there's there's a there's a truth in that, I believe, you know, that like somebody's saying I I've been given the wrong body. Mm -hmm. To be like white and then just be along the way be like, yeah, I, I identify as black. I just, I, I have a hard time. Are you saying time. like, like she wasn't born feeling black, and whereas Caitlyn Jenner was born feeling? Yeah, she, I don't think this woman gets to claim to wrong. be black. I don't know. It's so you know, it's so complicated, and it's like. Well, I was also hearing who like, the hell knows. She gets all like the quote unquote cool things yeah. of the black world without any of the um, struggles without any of the um you know the prejudices without any of the being treated poorly well yes the appropriation of black culture like i i yeah for sure they take it's like cherry picking the fun cool parts and then not having to deal yeah, with the like, real shit of she's it she's like a black um studies you know professor and it's like oh i got yeah i'm black now like i i know all this great stuff about black culture and and by the way you know I identify as that. Get the fuck out of here. But I do kind of get like identifying culturally with a group, maybe yeah. not of your origin. But totally. the whole thing is... I it, mean, for instance, Snooki, Snooki from... What's the stupid show? Yeah, Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore is actually Colombian, but she identifies Italian. I got you. And That's a cultural identity, It's right? a cultural identity. But, for, but in her case, she's she's... Did she like tan her skin like that Soul Man like movie? It. it looks like it. <laughs> I mean, she might have some crazy bronzer on, but my point is that like, funny. there's a difference between being like, hey, I'm white, but I'm super into this other culture. Yeah. Or I'm anything, but I'm into this other culture. And you know, it's who I align with. It's who I hang out with. But you're, you're never them because you do, you're not... You don't have a right to be them. You're, you, you know, you don't have the genes. It's not, it's not who you the are. The genes. Yeah. The mom genes. What's with the genes? I know. Um, I feel that way. And honestly, and this is, I know I'm going to get hate mail on this, but I kind of feel that way with the Caitlyn Jenner thing, too. Of like, what do you mean? It's kind of like, 
Like, I get, I know you're part of the club now, but you've also enjoyed white male privilege your whole life. Oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, you're one of us now, but I know it's it's like, okay, you've got the tits and hair and makeup, but like, you haven't lived what we would I have lived through and you know what I mean? Like oh, you right. can't just be like, I'm part of this club now. Like, bro, you're kind you didn't of earn it. Yeah. You kind of are. And you're kind of not in a way like you kind of have to know what that's like. And I imagine black people are kind of like, bitch. Yeah. Come on. It's dude. cool that you're so into us. Right. But like, you're not black. Right. You haven't gone through what it means to be a black person. In From America. the gender thing, I can understand that like, a, um, as a woman, you might be like, I think it's great that you're, you're out with what your your truth is, like yeah, for who sure. you want to be, but you didn't have to get any of the shitty parts. Of right. What that. about, you know, rape culture? Uh, give me 23% of your money, because that's how much less we make than men. Um, how about getting sexually harassed from the time you have tits? Like, right. there's a lot of shit. That, not well, to say it's not easy being a dude. Hopefully but... he's experiencing that now. <laughs> hopefully. I hope you're getting harassed. <laughs> I don't hope. I don't wish it on anybody. Well, no, you want them. You want them to have the authentic experience. <laughs> you want to be a lady? Well, here you hey, go, lady, asshole. You like the fuck, huh? <laughs> yeah, walk, walk past a construction site. See yeah. how that. See how that feels. But yeah, I get it. I imagine it's how black people felt when Eminem first came out. You know, and you're yeah. like, what the fuck? Now, the fuck? This guy gets all the perks. The cool stuff of being a black guy, but none of the fucking the problems. At least Eminem wasn't like, "Hey, I'm black," you know. Right. You know he wanted to be, but like. Right. He he grew up in that culture. Ate ate, whatever. Yeah, I I saw the movie. Come on, I don't fucking know. But I feel like uh, this lays out of her mind. I want to hear more of this. I actually haven't heard. So interesting, though, isn't it? And they didn't have any trouble answering it. Here's what they said: She's clearly our birth daughter, and we're clearly Caucasian. That's just a fact. Your father went on to say she's a very talented woman doing work she believes in. Why can't she do that as a Caucasian woman, which is what she is? How do you answer that question? Um, well, first of all, I, I really don't see why they're in such a rush to um, whitewash some of the work that I have done okay. and who I am and how I've identified. And this goes back to a very early age with my self-identification with the black experience um, <laughs> as, as a very young child. When did it start? I would say uh, I about five years old. Child. You began it, identifying yourself as African-American? I was drawing self-portraits with the brown crayon instead of the peach Aww. crayon and the black, you know, black curly hair. And, you know, yeah, that, that, was, how, that was how I was portraying myself. So it started way back then, Rachel. When did you start? And I'll use the word. You can correct me if you don't like it. When did you start deceiving people and telling them you were black when you knew their (laughs) questions were pointed in a different direction? When someone said to you back then, are you black or white? And you'd say, I'm black. You didn't say I I identify as black. You'd say I'm black. When did you start deceiving people? Well, I do take exception to that because it's it's a little more complex than than me identifying as as black or answering a question of are you black or white. I was actually identified when I was doing human rights work in North Idaho as first transracial, and then when some of the opposition to some of the human rights work I was doing came came forward and started, the next newspaper article identified me as being a biracial woman, and then the next article when there were there were actually. So she's putting it on 
the people the media. That, that someone identified her wrong. Somebody calls her transracial and then biracial, so she's she's going to blame the media. Oh, and then she's like, so someone was like, well, which are you? She's like, well, I'm of those yeah. races that I'm a part of. I'm black. But I mean, I guess in a way, it's a good like she's done so much good. That's the flip side. Which is kind of cool. I forgot to say is that. But then you know. again, wouldn't you be upset if the woman that's representing your group isn't what she, who she says yes, she is? Yes, because it's all about, yeah. but see, it's a pointed word there is the deception. Yeah. It's that, it's not that, you know, you feel this way or whatever. It's that you're deceiving people. Yeah. You're telling people you're one thing and you're not. But I don't know. It's so complicated. But on the other hand, who cares? If she had, you know, that's who she feels she is yeah. and people like her, her friends and her whatever, loved ones. Yep. I, what yep. the fuck? Who cares? Do what you want to do. Be be who you want to be. Right? You want to hear more from her or no? Yeah, it's interesting. Hmm. So at five years old, she's, she feels... Yeah, she and then she's doing her. human yeah. rights work and someone says you're biracial. I think this is going to lead to, and then I decided I was this. <laughs> um, burglaries, nooses, etc. This is happening to a black woman. And I never corrected Well, why didn't that. you correct it? You knew it wasn't true. Well, because because it's more complex than... You know, being true or false in that particular instance. But the cynics and the skeptics mm-hmm. will say you didn't correct those reports. I didn't correct those reports because it worked for you, because it helped you meet your goals. Mm-hmm. Is that fair? I don't think I don't necessarily think that's fair. I think um, over not not just at that time, but before then too, I have had to answer those who have seen me, and because I'm a black hairstylist, have uh, you know oh, wow. have style my hair in many different ways, um, have been identified as mixed, light-skinned, black, etc. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I've, I've had to answer a lot of questions you've, throughout my life. You've changed your appearance. Your, your complexion appears darker than it did in the photos of you as a young lady. Have you done something to darken oh, your here complexion? We go. I certainly don't stay out of the sun, you know, and... Um, <laughs> I mm. I also don't, as as some of the critics have said, put on blackface as a performance. Yeah, let me let me address that because some people have said that <laughs> the way you've changed your opinion is akin to putting on blackface. Oh, and Jonathan Capehart wrote in the Washington Post, blackface remains highly racist, no matter how down with the cause a white person is. Take that, Do you understand Rachel. What he means bitch. by that? Absolutely. Absolutely. Do you agree with I it? I have a huge issue with blackface. This is not some free birth of a nation uh, mockery blackface performance. She's not making fun of them. She truly wants to be that. But she's it's not, different than blackface. You don't blackface. get to just do that, though, do you? Dude, I don't think you do. I don't know. Well, how can fuck. you think that it's okay? I think that some people, because there's so many white kids that do identify black. Like, there's a ton of white kids. But that see, do they're this identifying stuff. black. With the cool shit that they like to, yeah. you know, the music and... She's actually doing the, something good with it, though. She's actually, like, trying to improve the black community. But you still don't get to be black. That's I the know. thing. Oh, listen. I, I like know. that this picture of her, they found a picture of her on Facebook where she where she wrote, um, going with the all-natural look. I <laughs> love Which means she just got a perm. Uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But she called it all-natural. All-natural. Yeah. Do you think she um, talks blacker around her black friends 100%. than she does with Matt Lauer? Uh-huh. See, that's kind of why I, f- I, f- I y'all feel see, like... Y'all see me out today? Yeah. Like, Matt, doing I do, my thing. I feel like it's not authentic because she doesn't black it up with Matt Lauer. Oh, she's toning it. She's like, I yeah. remember how I used to talk. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, well, keep it 100, bitch. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. She's... Yeah, like, then if you're really black, then talk black to, Mac La- to Matt Lauer. She's... I would have more respect for her, actually, if she started to do that. She's like, listen, motherfucker, this shit right here, this is me. And then Matt was like, well, you certainly talk black. (laughs) 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 This shit should be easy. (laughs) Is Matt Lauer white or black? I forget. Matt Lauer? What is he? Whiter than white. The whitest guy on the planet. I don't watch that fucking good morning, blow me show. Good morning and blow me. (laughs) Good morning, suck my... Yeah, we have... um, We revisited with a dear friend of ours who... Mm. The truth is, I want to say we lost touch with a little bit. Um, some of you don't know, but he's a good buddy of ours. Hey, this is Brace from Showtime's Gigolos, and you know what? I can wear my jeans as high and as tight as I want to, and if you don't like that, then you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> Brace from it's Gigolos. Brace, and we lost touch with the show because we canceled our Showtime for a minute. He's the sucks. best, man. I like to get a, a woman down and, and just take her down like a fucking lion takes down a fucking gazelle in the Serengeti. You know? Um, so we revisited Brace. I got to chat with him. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm upset. Brace philosophy. Brace philosophy. Brace philosophy. Brace philosophy. Brace philosophy. Brace philosophy. Love that open. <laughs> it's such a good one. It's one of our one of our earliest ones. Well, I mean, look, I'm a little upset by what we're about to play. Um, yeah, we've already lost one very talented, strong performer this year. Very and, strong. Uh, Brace announced his. I don't want to. Should I say it or? Brace is stepping away. Oh, God, let's get into the interview that we had with I'm him. So upset. How many seasons is that? Is that four? No, six. That's six? <clears throat> That's the end of six. Six is in the can. Six is in the can. Yep. And, and it's, it's going to be really good, too. We did some things on there that are just really funny. They did a, a roast for me since I, uh, since I announced that I'm retiring. So they did this roast and uh, some comedians, Bob Zaney. And, sure. Uh, who else came in? Uh, Shane uh Jerry... Bedknob and George Wallace all came and did that. No shit. It was pretty funny. They were pretty funny, yeah. George so, Wallace is, is, is hilarious, man. That dude's a legend. Yeah. Um, we had a lot of fun. So what? Tell, let me ask you this. What prompted you you know, announcing retiring? Why, why are you stepping away from the game? <laughs> well, you know, I'm getting older. I mean, Jesus. It's like, you know, and it just things change in your in. in I don't know. I've, you know, I've messed around with it and I've done a lot of stuff in my life and it's yeah. just another adventure and another uh, book in my life of tales that I could put in there. And, uh, you know, that everything, all that, all that's glitter is not gold and you kind of move on and you think about different things and I'm just moving in different directions, you know? Was it not you though that said, um, I don't care if it's raining or snowing, I'll always be hoeing. D- didn't you say that? <laughs> I never said that, but I like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I like this kind of, I like, this is a very philosophical uh, way of looking at life. You said, you know, you've done a lot of things, which you have. This is a, a part of your life, but now you're moving on. What are you moving on to? Do you have any, any plans? Well, I mean, you know, I, I, I dabble in a lot of different, I, I'm an, I invest a lot in the market. I invest in real estate, gold, silver, I 
have my vitamin business. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. I just, I'm looking for different things. You know, right. I've been talking to people about people from Sweden wanted me to, to be the face of a skincare line and that hasn't came to fruition yet. But, you know, just, there's just opportunities out there for me. And I'd like to do more TV actually. And I just, but I want to get out of the, the gigolo realm because you're kind of typecasted in that way. And everybody yeah. looks at me in that way. And all my TV stuff, like going on the suit and stuff like that, it's, or in, in workaholics, they always put me in a genre of like gigolo stuff, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now, do you have a final gigolo blowout that you'll you'll do to kind of wrap it up? Like six girls and a clown and a, you know a bucket of chocolate and like you know, not really. But to see, there's there's stuff I can't really divulge right now because of season six, but. Um, you know, if people are going to have to watch season six and see what they think. And you tease, you dirty little tease. I, you know, I, I do all these interviews and things like that because, um, or when I do them, Showtime and uh, Long Pond Media are, are on edge because they think they don't that I'm going to say something I'm not supposed to say. Right, right. And I don't usually, but um, you know, like there's there, there's been a. I mean, I was supposed to go on Howard Stern, and next thing I know, Showtime finds about it. Next thing I know, there's nothing but crickets, you know. Huh. So there's a lot of that going on, but I'm out of my contract now. So it was six seasons. I'm out of my contract, and I, you know, I, I'm, I'd like to do my own show. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, that. See, I think a lot of people would like to see you having your own show. That would be. That would be fun to see, man. Well, I, you know, we're doing some stuff in season six that might be a little bit of a prelude to another show, but who knows? I mean, is there I, a Brace Philosophy book coming? Well, you know, I talked to some book people about doing a book, and they said I didn't have enough uh, celebrity power or something like that. What? Yeah, I, I, uh, a pretty big book agent out of New York, and I actually worked with a writer and I had, you know, gave him all my, some of my stories and we went through 20 pages and this and that and the other thing. And then they handed it off to my book agent, my book agent to put it out there to all these different publishers. And that's basically what was the consensus that had something to do. They don't think I had enough star part this time. This was two years ago. Huh? Now, Hey, who just walked oh. behind you? Who was that? Is that a lady friend? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Nice. <laughs> Just, hey, Lindsay, put a bra on. They just watched you, uh, saw you walk by. Hey, Lindsay, don't put a bra on. Everything's cool. Tom says, leave it off. <laughs> oh, women. So you're, you've been dumping your clip. That's good. Um, <laughs> you've, been, <laughs> you've been attacking these, uh, these gazelles on the Serengeti. Hair looks good, bro. The hair looks amazing. Uh, new do. New do. New do, yeah. Like, yeah, how about, I mean, since you're wrapping it out, are there any, you know, major lessons you can share with us that you learned as your time as a gigolo? Well, there's a lot, there's a lot of lessons. I mean, you know, you know, it just depends on who you're talking to. For me, it's just, it was, it's, it was a great adventure. And it was, uh, you know, you, you sell your soul when you're, when you're dabbling in it or if you're, you know, full-time or whatever and you... You know, you meet people along the way that you have feelings for, and you got to walk away from it. And so it's always an internal, you know, uh, fight with yourself. Yeah, see, that's one of the things that I think audiences loved about watching you, you specifically, was that we could see, in certain cases, it seemed like you really connected with your clients. That's what I think is interesting to watch. 
Yeah, and it, you know it's easy to, and I, I'm a pretty uh, sensitive type person to other people. I can feel what their energy or where they're coming from or whatever. So if they're feeling a lot of pain or anguish, I kind of feel it too. And yeah. uh, you know, uh, you you just feel bad for people because you don't like now that I'm older, I don't I don't want to hurt anybody or make them feel bad. As when I was younger, I just didn't give a shit, you know. Right. And uh, you know, I, I just. It's just, it's just, it's just really hard to do it where you're just, you, you feel sad a lot. You feel sad a lot. While you're doing it, really? Yeah, I do because a lot of these women, the next thing you know, they're buying you something or they, uh, they have a different idea and then they'll, you know, they'll lay their whole soul out on the line and then they'll say things like, when you left, I cried for two days and I'm like, wow, where'd that come from? And just stuff like that. See, there's a big heart in there, Brace. I don't know if anybody, if everybody knows that you're a good huh. guy. Now, well, what? I, I just try to. It's just sad, you know. It's just hard when you get older. You think about it a lot more. Yeah, man. So, are you gonna find love now? Love's I, in the cards for Brace. Come on. You know, I don't. I I found love a long time ago. I've got a lot of love in my heart. You uh-huh. know, out of going the the distance. You know, that's what I I, I don't. You know. But you we'll, throw yourself out there like that and you make yourself available to, to give it all to one person and then, you know, you just, I don't know. It's just hard. Yeah, yeah, sure, man. Now, I feel like there's there's an opening on the roster now. It's like, you know, the the Cowboys just cut or, or had a uh, one of their star players retire. So would you advise, how does like a young guy who wants to be a gigolo get started? What does he do to get in the hoe game? Well, actually, they can do their own website. They can get a hold of, you know, Cowboys for Angels or whatever. I started with my own website. That's how you started? Yeah, I just did my own site. I didn't have any affiliation with Cowboys for Angels until I got the show. This is a great, this is a great tie into one of our sponsors, Squarespace. Uh, build, your own, <laughs> build your own website. There you go. Yeah, yeah go to Squarespace. Get your, own get your own gigolo website started. And wait, you just were like, I, you, you put up pictures of yourself and you're like, this is just a business I'm going to try out? Exactly. That's the That's exact thought. That's fucking problem. crazy. Yep. And then, uh, with you know, whatever, I had people from all over the world, hit, you know, hitting me up and I was working at General Motors at the time and. I had six weeks of vacation and all, you know, then I quit work weekends and, you know, then I was traveling to, you know, places like, you know, Moscow and, you know, Ukraine and Spain and Italy and things like that. And, uh, um, yeah. you know, that's kind of how it happened. And uh, the next thing you know, all these people from the show contacted me and that's how I got involved in the show. They contacted me. So I wasn't out there pounding the streets to get on TV or a reality show or anything like that. Wait, what did your site say about you? Like, what was the kind of the it pitch? It was called um, uh, VIP Straight Male Escort. Yeah, you gotta you gotta really emphasize that in this, right? I, yeah, if you're if you're a guy for sure, because the guys that are really going after it are you know they're bi, and that's what yeah. that would be a huge part of a, I think a lot of male escorts business would be. You know, other men. So you were like uh, straight, and then did you have a, like a kind of a, a bio that you built out? Like, yeah, for sure. Was it like a fantasy bio or more like realistic? It was real. It was just about you know me and what uh, I'm about, and then I had some testimonials on there from some women and things like that, and I had some pictures of myself, and it was all you know just straight up. 
Can I ask you, what was your first client like? Like the very first client you took? Uh, I think it was an Asian lady that was from uh, China that was um, in the Detroit area for some convention. She was uh, real smart. You know, she, she was a real smart lady or whatever there for a convention. At least that's what she told me. Yeah. In that world, you never know what somebody's really telling you. You don't know if they're married. You don't know if there's a real name. And I, I don't give a shit myself. Um, <laughs> I've never been the type of person that, hey, I know your name now or whatever. I've, you know, I would never get in somebody's personal business. Sure, or yeah. That, but there are people out in the world that are, you know, looking for stuff like that. So you, but did you have? Were you nervous when you first went? I mean, was it kind of? Yeah, but, you know, I was used to meeting women all the time anywhere, so it really wasn't that big of a thing, but I was, you know, I was a little apprehensive, wondering, you know, what it's going to turn out to be, and I was always worried about being set up by the police or something like that, so I was always oh, right. very, very careful about my uh, my verbiage. Now, was she the type that just wanted to hang out, or she just wanted you to drill her? No, she wanted to, we had dinner, we hung out oh. and everything like that, and, you know, yeah, I did, you know, get naked with her, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Just a tiny little thing. And, you know, over there in Asia, I hear the Asian guys have, like, two-inch dicks. And then, you know, she saw mine, and she, her eyes got pretty big. And I think she was a little scared for a minute, but, you know. <laughs> but you eased it in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went slow. <clears throat> nice. Very nice. Now, did you ever have any scary, you know, like, jealous husband, boyfriend come after? Yeah, you did, huh? I've had phone calls that I got from people and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, so that that comes with the territory because these women, some women do it to piss off their boyfriends or husbands. Well, I don't know, but you know, these people aren't intelligent enough to understand that it's the the woman that contacted me. I wasn't going after anybody, and I don't know whether they're married, did divorce, single or not. And that's that's another negative part of the whole thing because it's really not right to be with another a, a woman that's married, and I never never was into that at all i just don't yeah. think it's very cool no so when those guys called were you like fuck off and don't come back were you pretty much you know they said some shit oh i see you all over tv and i'm like dude for one thing you have my number and another thing i could have the fbi come showing up at your house right now yeah you could fucking harassing me and i'm on tv and and i don't you know you're talking shit and whatever but not a lot of it i mean but I have had to deal with that before. Yeah, that sounds like it could be pretty, you know, could be scary. Has the show affected your business a great deal? Was that a huge boost to business? Yeah, but the more the, more the business went up, the less I, I participated in it. Oh, right. You became more selective, basically. Yeah, I mean, but I always have been because I've always had a good job and I've always had money and I don't have to do it. It's like that's the whole thing with me that that separates me from a lot of people. I mean, I was before I got this show, I was already pretty much set, you know, financially. And then I, you know, I got this show. Everything else was just, you know, cake. Everything else was just, you know. Did you guys get approached? I'm sure you've been approached as a group to do like a gigolo porn, like a porno series. or No, you haven't really. And I'd never do that anyway. I remember you said that before. You would not be into that. No, no. I'd, I'd never do porn where you're actually seeing, you know, penetration and, you know, calm shots and shit like but that. But how did they set up those, like, the sex scenes on the show? Like, it looks like you guys are really banging people. Who says we're not? Well, yeah. So 
That's the million dollar question. I mean, you know, you could say it's simulated, you could say it's real. I can't divulge our Oh right. Okay, that's a our secrets, but I will say this, you can't show penetration on the on showtime nor can you show um a hard penis or the the front of some woman's vagina. You can't yeah. show Pl- so, plenty of flaccid penises though. They'll show that. Yeah, they don't, <laughs> yeah, they don't have a problem showing you when you're when you're uh and your dick looks like it's about two inches, you know. Yeah. They, they like to show that. God, that would I would be fluffing myself constantly on your show. Well, you know, if you're a grower and not a shower, then you have some problems there. Yeah, you know? yeah definitely do. Um, what's the weirdest sexual request you had in your career? That's a, you know, I don't really... Just for fun. There's been so much stuff. I mean, you know, women, a bunch, you know, I, I did a thing where there was in Ukraine with a bunch of this oil baron, baroness, at least that's what she said, who lived in this big lavish mansion, which was kind of spooky. And, you know, there was about five of her friends that were there. And it was, that was a really weird scenario. I got, and I've been over there in this gangster city over in Ukraine and Moscow. I mean, it's crazy. Everybody's got a, black leather coat and crew cap and you know they're all seem shady and anyhow there was five of them over there and i stayed over there for like four days and it was a very, a very lavish place and just drugs all over the place and it was just a free-for-all with a bunch of hot 30 some year old ukrainian russian chicks and i'm wondering if you know some guys are going to show up with machine i mean it's just weird. yeah 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 sure now you know and that's not of course it got kinky but that's that's just one of the things that really stands out in my mind. Yeah, sure. But as far as other kinky things go, it's just sex, you know, sexual things, you know, it's golden showers and stuff like that, you know, whatever. So our chicks, they're requesting that a lot. They're like, hey, pee, pee on me, pee on my face, pee in my mouth. Oh, I don't know about the mouth. You know, whatever. They used to, you know, they want to experiment and just get peed on in the shower or hot tub or something <laughs> like that. Any brown shower? Remember when we did, um... The uh, P. You're gonna talk about this on our show now. This is on our pregnancy episode too. Great. It's pretty good. You're gonna bring that up. Well, who doesn't pee on the other person in the shower? I wanted to. Um, I wish that was like your main thing. Is you're like oh, if you're always like pee in my mouth. And like, so much easier than anything else, right? Peeing. Yeah. That's easy fetish. And you were super turned on. You're like, ah, oh, keep peeing on me. Where do you? You have to do that in the shower though. <laughs> You'd have to do that somewhere the cleanup's no, easy. No, no, definitely In the not. bed? No, not in the bed. the bed. No, but like maybe just out on the patio or something. <laughs> huh. You would get on your knees like, and go like, ah. Yeah. Then, like yeah. on a lawn chair or something? Ooh, they're actually playing with a sock now. He never plays with a sock. He never. They're playing tug of war, the dogs, with, with, with Tommy's sock. This is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Beef <laughs> and Bitsy. Bebo's really gotten to play a lot with this girl. Mm-hmm. So much fun to watch him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're such assholes. <laughs> I wish we could show this. <laughs> you can't. Here, I'll take a video. I'll put it um, yeah, so um, I love that, you know, it, it is sad that another, like a great, like you said, strong performer. Yeah. One of the best hoes in the game is stepping away. Yeah. Um, and I think maybe he's doing it at the right time. Maybe he's pulling like Carson Letterman move where it's like, you're not going to tell me when to leave. I'm leaving. Yeah, it's time. 
I'm trying. Yeah, because it's it's he's doing it before he declines, which is yeah, smart. It's the way to go. There's there's a time limit on how long you can hoe. Yeah, you can't hoe forever. No, I mean I can't imagine. When's the time limit for a woman to hoe? Well, that's 15? different because those hoes like they <laughs> they do it until later in life, you know, because guys are always usually are a little more. <laughs> Um, I don't know, forgiving or into... They're into older broads. Some right. guys are into the mom thing or gilfs or whatever. They like them else. older, yeah. With two gentlemen. Gentlemen. Especially what is amazed. Amazed. I was able to take a really, really hard, long penis into my vagina as well as my... What do you call that? Rectum. And there is so many adventure within me during this past 10 months. <laughs> you like? I really like her. That's a 60 plus MILF. There you go. She looks good though. Yeah. Doing her thing, man. Mm. You want more brace? Sure. More brace philosophy? I don't, I'm not. <laughs> Did you ever get requested? For sure. <laughs> What was the question there? Golden showers, oh. brown showers. Oh, oh, brown showers. Yeah, yeah. Did, did chicks ever want to eat your jizz? Of course. Jesus. Of course. Now, was was there ever fear? What chick wouldn't? Come what on. chick wouldn't? Yeah, that's I mean, brace it's juice. Like vitamin cocktail. I mean, <laughs> Jesus, it should be fucking bottled and everything. I mean, Christ, they take so much shit. Did? Oh, did they ever ask you to eat your own? Uh no, no. Never got that one. Did you ever get scared of STDs doing this? Well, I never, you know, I always protected, protected myself. So that was basically it? Yeah, basically the whole thing is, it's like I didn't, you know, I didn't roll up uh, with some chick and roll up at the Hotel Six. And my, my clients were always high-end people. Sure. And uh, not to say that they don't, couldn't get things. But, you know, like I said, I was very selective. And, you know, the show portrays it a little bit different. Right. Than how I roll with it. And uh, I don't know how these other guys do it, but, you know, I just really even tried not to do it that much. You know, I just like, well, if I have time, I'll do it. If not, you know, whatever. I'll you weren't in the back alley turning tricks in the... No. <laughs> and then, you know, it's looked at as CD. It's looked at as kind of seedy, too, and whatever. And I, I don't... Again, that that's kind of followed me around a little bit, and I don't really like that because I'm not seedy, nor have I ever been. Now, are you still tight with the boys? Like, are you guys still all buddies? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. They're all good good guys. Everybody has a different personality. I have yeah. a different connection or relationship with all of them. Is know? uh is Nick still in the game? Is he still doing oh, yeah. it? Is he still rapping? I think he's still rapping. He's trying a country song this this season. How do you go from that? How do you go from country from rap to country? Well, it's kind of like how you're born white and then you go black. You just kind of decide. Hmm. Hmm. Nick Hawk. I follow. Um, Fuck off. I follow Nick Hawk on Instagram, and it's it's ridiculous. He's one of those real into himself Instagrammers. Yeah. If you know what I mean. A lot, lot of selfies, full body, a lot of mugging. Yeah, that doesn't seem like him. I just farted again. Especially like a hoe from the hoe game like that. Yeah. Yeah. Finish this up? All right, here we go. Yeah. And um, Is it a country rap or is it like a proper country song? It's just country. Oh, okay. He's dabbling in that for a minute and 
him and I actually did this big time wrestling thing where he was a big time wrestler and I was the manager. And that's going to be an amazing shoot because uh, actually even the production people said it's the best stuff they've ever shot on Gigolos. Wow. Well, we're excited, man. When does the new season start airing? Do you know that? They haven't told us, but I think in September. September. And this will be Brace's final season. Final season as a gigolo. It's the end of my contract, and, uh, you know, who knows what can happen after that. I just... Ooh, maybe this is a contract ploy. Oh, I don't even think about that. One of those. One of those. I'm done. I'm done. <sighs> I'm not done. Well, I don't like him toying with my heart like this. Neither do I. I'm all Neither about the I, brace James. philosophy. Oh, man. Well, we'll see. There was this other um, clip that everybody sent us this week. Do you, did you see this? Hmm. Guy with green hair and makeup and Mm-mm. shit doing a news interview. He didn't see this. Mm-mm. Oh, they sent it to us like a hundred times. Mm-hmm. He's live okay, on well, the scene. I, a witness here. What I seen was a horrible, tragic situation. <laughs> the guy was coming down, and I guess the police was trying to do a stop point. The man said, "No, not today." And they began to race behind each other like cats and dogs. The police officer got behind the man and started going so fast his car spit out of control. Girl, he hit the pole. His head went to one side, and his body went to the other side. And this is the result. One of the things that we've talked about before that is crazy. <laughs> It's an automatic crazy thing is that he shaved his eyebrows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really does something. Now, he has painted <laughs> on uh, like a green and black um, thing above where the eyebrows go all across his forehead. <laughs> but his eyebrows are gone. And yeah. it really changes. Changes the, everything. Yeah. It's a clear marker of insanity. You think uh, so? Yeah. You shave those brows. You're a crazy person, dude. Yeah. Because they're like, they frame the whole face, you know? Yeah. They're yeah. the frames to the face. They're very important. Very important. I'll be with this young man. He need a blessing. So what did, where were you when this happened? Well, ma'am, I was actually going to buy me a piece of um, burger from Burger King. and I- A piece uh, of burger. And he's got eyeshadow underneath his eyes. Sure. And he's got long green hair. He's partying. Just stopped right in the middle because my hunger just went away. Because when I seen that accident, girl, I just began to be nosy. And I just had to just understand that somebody was experiencing this difficulty moment (laughs) that was just not... (sighs) Ma'am, I just cannot bear to continue to talk because it's just so... Tell me what you saw. Did the police... Well, what I seen was There's a remix already. (laughs) Of course. This is a whole new form of celebrity is fucking with the news. It's pretty cool. He did a good job, though. Yeah. He's going to have his, his meme. Yeah. It's, it's already happening. Let's see. Good uh, for him. What's his name? Courtney Barnes is his name. Uh, Courtney Barnes. Let's see. Let's see what comes up. On the remix, there's already one, two, three. Four, there's, <laughs> there's a quite a few remixes already. Cool. Bless him. Lord be with this young man. He need a blessing. That's 
That's a pretty good one. <laughs> and the good. flamboyant Jackson man who made so rounds on talent. social media this week for his account of that accident has now been arrested in both <gasps> Richmond and here in Jackson. Cheryl Lasseter joins what? us live from outside JPD headquarters. That's right away. details on this. Good evening. Well, just as you said, Howard... Just as you said, Courtney Barnes is the 24-year-old man who made a name 24. for himself for appearing in a video that went viral. It was our video, and that happened just three days ago, four days ago, actually. But as Barnes soon found out that as the eyes of the nation were on him, the eyes of police officers were as well. Aww. What happened? Exclusive video of 24-year-old Courtney okay. Barnes headed into Jackson Police custody after turning himself into Ridgeland Police Thursday afternoon. Earlier in the day, Barnes posted this mea culpa video on Instagram, knowing law enforcement was hot on his trail. Hey, nobody's perfect. Everybody make mistakes, but at the same time, I do keep God first, and I want you guys. To- <laughs> Barnes' ordeal began Monday when he talked to three on your side, claiming to have witnessed an accident. His flamboyant style caught fire flamboyant. on social media, yeah, earning the Twitter hashtag piece of burger for this. I was actually going to buy me a piece of um, burger from Burger King, <laughs> and I just stopped right in the middle because so, my whole I don't understand what he did wrong still. We soon discovered mm-hmm. Jackson police had two separate theft warrants for Barnes, one of them stemming oh. from the theft of the hat he's wearing in this picture. Oh. He's accused of swiping it last month from Swellophonic and Fondren. Barnes is no stranger to the limelight. He has made appearances on the Fox show So You Think You Can People we talk to know exactly who he is. I met him actually at this store over here off of State Street one day. All right, and he so he's okay. a thief. trying to promote himself then. <laughs> then. Well, I, I like that one. He's doing a good job of promoting himself. Where's the piece of burger? Bless him. Uh, that's the one. That's the the one I wanted to hear. You look at me. Okay, well, I'm a witness here. What I see was a horrible, tragic situation. Tragic situation. Horrible, tragic situation. Uh, that one's very... I like the other one you played better. Yeah, that one was better. All right, well, we got to wrap this up. I'm um, starving. Your baby needs to be fed. Yeah, we're real excited, guys. Uh, baby jeans is on the way. Um... You believe that the mommies are finally becoming mommies, real mommies, real mommies only. What's gonna happen now? I don't know. We're gonna have to get a pair of baby jeans up in this bitch. So many baby jeans. We got doggy jeans. Yep. We got many doggy jeans. Now we have to get baby jeans. Baby jeans. You got the tightest pair the of baby, baby jeans. jeans. Thanks for listening, guys. We love God her. Damn y'all, lazy, 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 lazy. Go see Christina in Denver. Bye, guys. Fat white man, nice teddy lady. Fat white man, god damn you all lady. Fat white man, nice teddy lady. Fat white man, god damn you all lady. High flu, high flu, god damn you all lady. High flu, so high flu, god damn you all lady. Fat white man, nice teddy lady. Fat white man, so high flu, high flu, high flu, high flu, so high flu, high flu, high flu, high flu, you can't damn you all lazy. Fat white man, fat white man, fat white man, fat white man, nice, nice, nice teddy lady. Nice teddy lady, so high flu, can't damn you all lazy, 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 lazy.